This is Everyday Leaders. I'm your host, Melanie Ake. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today's guest will share the disciplines that he practices every day that allows him to achieve a life of success. Today's Everyday Leader takes us on his journey, how he has made important and intentional decisions to become an entrepreneur. His goals are to help others realize their dreams as business owners. He will help you design tools that you need to communicate with your customers. These simple techniques are ones that you too can apply every day to live your life with success. Chris Ake is my guest today. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, show 29 starts now. Welcome to the program, Chris. I am super happy to be here and shout out to all the millennials. I just want to put that out there first. <laughs> yeah, I ran into you, Chris Ake. Unbelievable, another Ake that's not a 120-person family member from Indianapolis from my clan. I met Chris, found him on LinkedIn, and started following him. And you are a millennial. This is going to be show 29 because we want to reach out to all the people 30 and under. And tell me. Yeah, absolutely. And I am 29. You so are 29. 29 show. I'm age 29, not 30 yet. Um, no, I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and, you know, born and raised in Detroit. So, um, yeah, it's good to have an extended ache family that is not direct family that I know. We're going to find out the lineage. We're going to find that out between now and maybe when it when it releases on August the 5th, I think it's that weekend. <laughs> and maybe we'll have some more info on that. So how cool... We'll, we'll keep everybody guessing. How cool. Yeah. So my Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 is all about people that are inspiring others, you know, in the world and, and really have found their purpose or their path and are discovering it. And so for you being show 29 and being connected, my company is Make Connections for Life. And so it all just made sense as I started finding out more about you. And I can't wait to share your story. So help me understand um, what you're doing right now on LinkedIn, how you're so successful in this path that you're on. Yeah, LinkedIn's crazy. Um, so I've, so the reason I started doing social media, I've, I've always kind of done content and I've been naturally attracted to it. Um, and LinkedIn, which, so the, I mean, I'll be honest, like the reason I really doubled down on LinkedIn was I was actually very upset one day and I posted a rant and this rant gave me 50,000 views on LinkedIn. Wow. And I, I, I 50,000. Yep. And I literally have about 4,500 connections on LinkedIn. And I, I mean, I have Facebook, Instagram, you know, Snapchat. Um, but I saw this and I was like, wait a minute, like 50,000 views. So, I started doing more and more LinkedIn, and that's when I kind of ramped up. And I, th- I think that's when we kind of connected. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, I just I just saw that. I've had a LinkedIn profile for, I think, probably about eight years now. Um, whenever it came out, I signed up. I got it. And but the reason I doubled down on it was because of that post. Now, hang on. You were eight years ago. You were 21. 
Twenty or yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so I you, mean, you lose track. I'm right, like twenty nine. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's so cool because you were in college. You were like in those years, those formative years of going, "Hey, how do I need to figure out what's next?" Right. And so you found this site and said, "I need to be a part of this. I want to be connected to this. It's part of media. It's part of me, kind of, you know, speaking into what I believe." And so you you use this as a forum, which was it's fantastic. And I use that because. People of other generations, right, may not use that same forum. So, teaching people your kind of your generation and, and be and b- below um, that this is really powerful, right? What you did is so powerful. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, it's very powerful. Like not even what I did, but just like the media's. So, for example, my mom, she never had a smartphone, and I mean, I had iPhones, Androids. So I go home. She doesn't have a smartphone. I was like, Mom, like, okay, we need to get you an iPhone and get you on Facebook. And she was like, well, well what is that? And my mom is, I think, 50, 53 right now. And um, I was like, Mom, we're going to get you on Facebook. We're going to get you an iPhone. So I bought her an iPhone. Um, I was with her. It was at a Chinese restaurant eating sushi. And I set her up on a Facebook profile. Um, since then, she's actually lost like three passwords. She has like so many accounts out there. Like, care like, care like, care like. Um, I was like, Mom, remember your password. Like, stop making. Like, she won't even retrieve her old password. She'll just make a new profile. I'm like, Mom, like, like, get, like, like, like. She has like so many floating out there. She's like, it's spam. And I'm like, ah. So, so I'm teaching her. But as soon as she jumped on it, she was amazed because she found so many people that she was connected to. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of a changing moment for me. Um, again, that was about four to five years ago and I saw her go through that. Right. And I've kind of taken it for advantage. And even the younger generation is taking it way more advantage because I have another company and my other company, I have business partners who are 20 and 21 years old. Yeah. And they are not leveraging Instagram or Facebook how they should. They're, they're Gen Z, like they're like millennials. Like they're put it this way: I may be young to you, I am old to them. Yep, yep. And so, what are I'm they the doing? Guy, are, are they right? Right. so? People talk about they're kind of on Snapchat, or you know, when um, MySpace came out way before you probably were even born. <laughs> but there I was, was MySpace. No, I was on. No, no, I was on. No, no. I was literally, I was at, I had a computer, which was a, a big box screen, right? You remember them, like 30 pounds to pick up. Oh, yeah. I had AOL. I had AIM chat. Um, I had the discs, AOL. You put them on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the whole set, right? That's right. You, you, right? Use them as Frisbees. Like, like I did that. Um, so, the, so the millennials, like, I actually speak about this. And for the, for the, um, the, older, the older crowd who are, like, business owners and managers, um, they really don't understand millennials. Like, I actually speak. I have an agent that will book me events to speak about the millennial generation. And I, I, I talk about this technology, and I'm like, listen, technology is real, and it's here. So if you're a bad boss, a bad leader, a bad employer, your employees will leave because they have so much access to technology where they can just jump on Indeed, um, ZipRecruiter, Facebook, and find the next job with two clicks of a button. Mm-hmm. So you have to be nice to everybody, right? So it is completely shifting in the, in the generation that is the millennials. Like, they grew up with that. Like, I grew up from, you know, like Xbox came out. That was a huge thing. Microsoft was like, Xbox, oh my gosh, just get Xbox. 
So we've seen that evolve. Um, the younger generation, what, what I was saying before, is like they're taking advantage of it because they're not using it to its full potential because mm-hmm. they've used it, right? Like, like they've grew up with those, oh, it's, it's just Instagram. It's like, uh, listen, guys, this is word of mouth on scale. Like, right? Like people will tag you because they know you and you can sign a deal the next day. Mm-hmm. That's leverage so it, right? true. It's leveraging and, and believing right? that they have the power, right? That they have something of interest that people can connect to. Um, I think you're right. so right about that. And, you know, so I'm a big Simon Sinek follower and, you know, he's got this, he's this, amazing. He's yeah. amazing and talks about the millennial generation. And, and so leaders eat last and, and all this that he really is trying to educate, you know, as he studies people. And so what you're saying is super powerful. And I love that you go around and teach this. And this is how people need to connect to you because the things that you're doing are really going to change. I think they're going to blend the generations. They're going to help the older generation kind of get on board and say, hey, there's we can connect to the millennials. And helping the millennials realize that they actually can have a voice and have some power and change what they believe. So how, how cool. It's, I, yeah. I, so like like my main, my main, main point, right? If, if I could ask somebody and say, Hey, I have one main point after this talk, what do you think it would be? They would say, well, adapt to technology or do this, do that. Literally my last main point is be a good human. <laughs> and that's in our company culture. Like, like just be a good human being period, you know, and be willing to adapt to change. Um, my dad, did not adapt to change, right? I think it's like 67-ish, almost 70. And, you know, he's not adapting to the change of technology, but, I mean, there's 80-year-olds who are on it, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a mindset game, and I think it is literally you adapting to technology, also being a good person in general, mm-hmm. and not making assumptions of, well, it's this generation is bad, or it's, you know, this technology, this is why it's holding me back. Um, and I think that if you could wrap your head around that and take kind of control and responsibility. I, I think people will go a lot farther. Man, right? I love, you just said mindset. And I talk about that on every single show because it is all about mindset. And I had a social etiquette coach talk to us um, several shows ago about, you know, it takes five years to be an overnight success. And I read one of your posts <laughs> and, and kind of, you know, it, yeah. it all came back to the same theme is, You've got to really be intentional about what you're trying to do and how to educate and help people. And um, and then it will be, you know, it'll become real. It'll start be- to become your dream. So I love right. how you're talking about this. And it's so true, this, this intentionality. If you want to be able to do this, if you're 80, if you're 20, you can all be on that same mindset <laughs> and really be missing what's, what's around you. So you've got to be aware of that. Age, age is not, it, it doesn't matter. Honestly, people, people literally lose their mind when they ask me questions about aging and like, I'm like, listen guys, I cannot wait until I am 57 years old. And they're like, why? And I'm like, do you understand how much more experience and knowledge that I'm going to have on top of money and resources and all the other things that are going to help me get what I want? That's powerful. Right, I don't fear the progression of life because that is literally going to be the next evolution 
and it's going to happen with every single person. So the moment you stop that and you go, well, I can't progress, I can't go forward, that's the moment you're dead. Mm-hmm. Because from every point forward, you're regretful, right? And, you're, and like, it doesn't matter what age you are. Like Age is something that we put, time is something that we invented. None of that matters besides your mindset. Exactly. You could literally be sad right now at this very moment. <laughs> Melanie, Chris, whoever's <laughs> listening to this. Or you could be super happy. Like You could choose to be whatever you want, <laughs> how to react. So, so let me take you back to when you were graduating from high school, you went to college. What was your plan when you said, okay, I'm going to go to school and this is what I'm going to study? What'd you do? So from graduating college? Yeah. Well, I mean, going into my senior year, like a lot of people, well, that I talked to you, I had no clue. I know. I did not know. I, I had no clue going into my senior year what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of stories of people saying, well, I knew I was a business person in my family. And I mean, you know, to kind of bring it back, I'm from Detroit, Michigan, um, lower middle class, blue collar family. And they struggled. My family struggled, uh, you know, month to month, week to week, check to check. Bills were behind. There's a lot of arguments. Money was involved. And it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. And luckily, I was super good at baseball. So I played baseball um, all high school. And then I went to college. I played baseball my freshman year. I realized I'm I'm probably not going to go pro. Pro was being really hard. And my family didn't have money. So I needed to make money because my friends would go out. They'd go see movies, they'd get food. I had no money, so I quit baseball, and then I got a job. Mm-hmm. I was a waiter. From that point, I put myself through school. I started making money, I paid everything myself. Mm-hmm. I transferred to another school, I got an apartment. Um, I, went, I went to school, I got my own car, my insurance, my phone, everything. And then fast forward, I you know, I kind of drifted for about three years. I, I went to school because that was a thing to do, right? Get your degree, you know, um, study, uh, you know, pick this, pick this, and then, and then go in this field. So I, I did that, and I just was kind of drifting and, and, and doing it. So then my senior year, luckily, I met my business partner, my first one, mm-hmm. and mentor, Jacob Canfield, and we linked up. And he introduced me to an entrepreneurial lifestyle. I mean, and it wasn't glamorous. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I literally, from, <laughs> I graduated 2011, mm-hmm. and I waited tables all of 2012, half of 2013, and I made I made $15,000 a year. That's what I made. And I paid my bills, and I was very behind for a year and a half after I graduated college. Because, it was, like, 2008, like, like, what was 2008? Do you remember uh, 10 years ago, <laughs> but, what, what, but right. But what, but what happened in 2008? Well, a lot, <laughs> but the recession. Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. The collapse, the collapse, the collapse of recession. So I graduated two and a half years later, no jobs oh. that I could get were on the market. Right. So like, like right now, like there's an article that just went out by CNN what it said was there are more jobs on the market than employees in the market mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. Back then, not even a decade ago, nope. So that's what I'm saying. People take advantage. Like, 
I've seen both sides of the coin. When I graduate, there's no job. Like, like, hey, you want to be a clerk at 7-Eleven? I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. I like Slurpees, but I'm going to pass. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not doing that. Well, and so you had this then, mentor, you had this new mentor, and you said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try oh, this. I'm going to go down yeah. this path, right? Because I don't have anything to lose. Nothing to lose. And the way I look at life, even right now, is I have a lot of different things going on, and people fear the loss of what they have. I don't. The way I look at it is if I lose everything, I already have the blueprint to get to the point that I'm at now. It doesn't matter. If my companies go bankrupt, if you take away my house, my investments, my companies, my employees, my anything, it doesn't matter because I have the blueprint to where I'm at now. So me and my partner, we've like when we started our company, we went all in, right? Like we quit our serving jobs. We had no money coming in. We we're a startup. We bootstrapped. We had no debt. We jumped all in. And, you know, we said, we said, listen, we can always go back to doing what we've already done mm-hmm. if this fails. Mm-hmm. We can serve, we can wait tables. It doesn't matter. It's the same with you. It's the same with people listening. It's the same with anybody. But people fear. The unknown wait. It's like why are you like why are you fearing the unknown? You don't even know what's gonna happen. Like, don't fear that. You can always go back to doing what you're doing, try more if you have that ambition. Exactly. Exactly. So how did you so what was the first thing that you felt like this is success and it's gonna keep motivating me? You know, we talk about the discipline and the motivation and, and so that all kind of feeds into itself. And so when you say I'm not going to be fearful, I'm gonna try this. If it fails, I'll I'll fail forward and I'll go back and I'll learn. What was that first success? What did that look like? Well, the well, well the pre-contact that, that philosophy. I I'm just really competitive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I I really I can't lie. I am just so competitive to where if people tell me no or I can't like I, I can't even explain how competitive I am. It is literally just built in me to where it, like if you told me. I'm, I'm not going to go walk to Mexico, right? Like, me, meaning, if you truly believe that like, you can't, right? You know, it's giving me a hard time. <laughs> I would try to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, like if it would benefit me in some, like, to make it happen. Um, I just, I just lack the fear of, you know, trying, and I'm very competitive. So, like, that definitely helped my, um, my career. And you know, and I think a lot of people out there, if you feel that way, you should, you should definitely try to be an entrepreneur. Um, if you fear that, then, you know, there's nothing wrong with partner partnering with another entrepreneur who has a yin and a yang, right? Mm-hmm. And being with that other person who will be that person. Um, I just am that person and I know that. Um, so I have to surround myself with opposites and, and they get that too. Um, but, but, but I do think a first win that we had with our company was, so I waited tables 2012, 2013. Um, I'm trying to really think I quit my serving job, my, my night job, um, 2013, it was around August. And <laughs> listen, when you start your own company, if you've never done it before or scaled it or grew it, it is the most terrifying thing in the <laughs> world for the first 12 months. Mm-hmm. Like you literally look at it and you're like, Oh my God, like this could collapse at any time. It is a house cards because you built it. And you and you limit yourself, right? You have self doubt because mm-hmm. you know who you are, and you're not as confident as you need to be. 
because you don't have that experience. But it comes with time. Time time heals all, right? I love so that limiting, those limiting beliefs are, everybody has that. You know, it doesn't matter what we do, but yeah. that's critical as you describe this kind of path because you have it, you know that it's there and you got to say, hey, I'm, and as your personality says, I'm more curious about the challenge to say, I know I can get through this and I'm going to learn from it. So that's so, what, so my question, my question, my question, you on know, the flip interview, what are your biggest challenges right now? Like, like insecurities of you saying, your, what's your biggest self-talk that you have right now? Yeah, it's like, you know, making sure that you can convince others that you, that their beliefs are where they should be, you know, getting them to believe in a process, getting them to kind of believe what I believe. Right. And and that's about like having meeting people where they are and and finding, you know, like you said, the yin and the yang, because sometimes we, you know, I have a lot of those characteristics, <laughs> and I'm married into the Ake family. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, um, but it's We're family. <laughs> but it is true because you you get so focused and so pumped up on, hey, don't tell me I can't because I want to make, mm-hmm. you know, I, there's nothing that you can't do, right? It's it's all about mindset, and so helping people believe that they can also join you on that journey is part of why I'm doing this program, right? It's like I really believe that people can be inspired and people can believe in themselves and so that's kind of this quest that I'm on and so that's why when, when you talk about this I'm like oh, that just connects to my soul <laughs> and I love it um, yeah. it's it's having people find that mentor that may not they've been maybe there before or they're going with you but but they're their opposite right they're going to help you think about things that you haven't thought about yet so that you can be successful and you can always go back to waiting tables right yeah, I mean, I mean, you could do whatever. You, like, the thing about it is, like, there's so much opportunity that people mm-hmm. like they just don't think of it, and like they're so scared in a scarcity mindset of, of, oh my gosh, if I lose my job, then what? Right, right. Okay, like, get rid of your house, like, get rid of your apartment. Like, it doesn't matter. What's what is the worst? Like, what's the my thought always? I'll go into meetings. And my thought was, what is the worst that's going to happen? When the worst of the worst does happen, it's like, am I going to die? Yeah, exactly. And this might sound pretty morbid, like, like for real. Like, but, you know, even when people get really mad at me, you know, I'm, I'm in the client service business. Like, I have a lot of clients. I have a lot of employees, like, different businesses. Like, I get a lot of shit on a daily basis. But when that happens... It's kind of like, well, you're not going to kill me, and I have life. So, I mean, like, that. okay, fine. Well, I see it. <laughs> you left, you canceled. It doesn't, like, it doesn't matter, you know? Right. Like, there's so much opportunity that I, I think people have that scared mindset, and they build up um, too many problems in their own mind that a lot of times don't even happen, aren't even true. And, and that's why I try to live in the present moment from a problem standpoint of if it happens, it happens, let's figure it out. But, you know, I do anticipate, but I don't dwell on that anticipation, mm-hmm. right? Of like, mm-hmm. well, what if they do? What if they do? Like, let's, like, yeah, I mean, if it happens, it happens, but at least think about it. But don't let that paralyze you from being positive or moving forward, right? Well, and I think a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. Not even business, but just 
life, mm-hmm. right? Well, and you design, I, I think about all these leadership lessons that you've just taught us, like, you know, reflecting and modeling and in this environment and this design, right? You are intentionally designing the things around you to make you successful, to set your mind up to say, hey, if this doesn't work, it's okay. We can do these other, I've got these other paths that we can go down um, because I have this mentor and this co-worker and this partner and and so how encouraging because what you're doing and I want to get into your company because <laughs> it's called Grand Apps and and I love on LinkedIn how your you know your whole message is to help others do and get started and be inspired. So with that thought behind it like you see people pr- pretty much transform, right? You kind of you start them off, you bring them in and you watch them grow. And so you're you're to this whole like success and significance of contributing now at 29, you have gone through these steps of leadership um, because you really have passion around it. So, well, it's so I, cool. I, I was even going to say like, I was going to say first of all that is crazy to hear from you for me to be like like oh your steps of leadership. It's like I said with those other guys for 2021. They look at me as the old guy, and I mean. That's the reason I know that time is timeless. Like, meaning you look at it and, like, just yesterday you were 30. You were in high school. You were, right? Mm -hmm. It's so quick. And for you to even be like, oh, like, your leadership at your age, um, it's crazy to me because I don't reflect and really even know. As much as I talk about being aware, I'm not actually aware of, like, where I'm at. I'm always trying to go more and more and do do more. and it is kind of crazy mm-hmm. to be in the position that I'm in at that age. Um, but I, I do know what I have to do, and I do know the stakes that are at hand. I mean, we have, you know, 17 employees, which is not big, you know, but that's 17 livelihoods of people that might impact even more than just them, right? They might take care of people. and um, But it's super fun. I love the challenge. And you know, the, the steps that we've taken have just been through trial and error. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we've failed so many times off of, we've tried so many different things. And, um, you know, we just keep trying on a daily basis and we just have a goal, um, a few goals. So, you know, with Grand Apps, the company, um, we started that, but like, yeah, it's just apps, but we have different brands. Um, I have, I think six companies right now, like, legally registered as companies um, mm-hmm. that I do, but I was literally having a conversation with somebody at lunch today for a networking meeting. I need to have that. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, I didn't go to a doctor. I'm not, I'm not ADHD like diagnosed, but like I cannot stay idle. I can't sit still. I hate it. When things are going good, I lo- I'm like, okay, something's going to happen bad here. Like what's up? But having multiple companies, that fills my gap of idleness mm-hmm. where I could, I could stay busy and keep my mind occupied. So I love, like, I absolutely love it. Um, so I, so I think a lot of people, you just have to find what really makes you tick mm-hmm. and how you could be at your peak state, right? My peak state, I, I just hired an assistant because I want to be in meetings all the time, every day, you know, just, just go, go, go in meetings. That's when I'm at my peak state. Mm-hmm. They can do all the other stuff, the admin. I was spending about 20-ish hours a week on admin stuff, mm-hmm. doing follow-ups, reschedule, um, you know. I mean, like, 
even even this this phone call we got rescheduled. Brianna, bless her soul. I don't think she's going to listen to this, but love her to death. She she helped reschedule. You know exactly. Um, it was so, so nice. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And so I had just seen that you had hired her, and I thought this you is you like it too, right? It was really great. Yeah, yeah because I'm like, I know yeah. I know you're busy, and so it was great for me being on the road saying, hey, I know we're going to connect, and we've just got to make this work. You know, on a different day, and so it was really quick, really she fast, coordinated. and it was great. Right. Yeah, right. it was fantastic. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so, so. So I think finding what makes you tick and like what is your peak state and how you can optimize that. I think once you figure that out and what makes you really good, if you go all in on that, I like you're okay. You know, like like you'll be on the path to whatever you want. So you you just followed your passion, right? You connected with the right people. Did you ever? And I ta- and I teach a lot of leadership classes, and and you know I've got lots of mentors. But when I look back and say there were certain books that I read, or a certain test, or you know when you take these personality tests, you know, have you ever done any of those? What's what's the generation? What are the millennials doing now to kind of assess their skill set? to find passion when you were going, oh, I'm kind of stuck. I don't know what I want to do. Um, did you do any of that kind of stuff? You know, it's really crazy. Millennials are huge, huge in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Very like, I didn't know that mm-hmm. I have a head of strategy for clients and I was like, Hey, uh, Maggie, what about podcasts? She's like, well, this demographic, I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> that, Many people listen to podcasts are that younger. So like, yeah, like sing and I'm like, Everybody. what? Yeah. <laughs> like my mind was blown. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like the, the the most pivotal book that I love is Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. That is that is my favorite book in the world. Whenever I'm feeling, you know, a little off target. I go back to that and listen to that. Um, that's number one. The, the first book I ever read through and through, <laughs> which is kind of embarrassing, but it's true, was Napoleon Hill, 17 Principles of Success. Mm-hmm. I literally got with my buddy, Derek. We read the book over one summer, which is when I was starting my company because I needed a little extra motivation. And we would read one chapter, which is one success principle every single week, mm-hmm. we would go apply it. We'd meet again. We had like a little, it, was like, it was like a book club. We had a little book club. People made fun of us and we're like, okay, like this is changing our lives. That's amazing and, um, that you said so that. Napoleon Hill. Yep. Yeah. Like, like he's, he's my guy. Like Napoleon Hill. Love that. Like he's, that's what I go to, to, you know, get re-inspired and, um, you know, get back. And that, anybody, like everybody should listen to Owling the Devil. And I don't even have an affiliate link. I'm a marketing guy. Like, I'm not trying to sell you. Like, just go buy it. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. Mm-hmm. YouTube, it's free. Mm-hmm. It changes your life. And what I've, what I've teach and things are, are things as, as like that, right? So think and grow rich, Napoleon Hill, um, John Maxwell, we teach all the, the laws of leadership and training and, and communication. And so it is so important. What you just said is going through and studying one thing and then applying it and then coming back. And that's kind of where you said, I don't really reflect. I just keep going, but that's, that's where I wanted to get. That's what I wanted you to help us understand is what initially motivated you. And that is that inspiration of, you know, that thinking about a mentor as a person, but also this literature, this, this context that's helping you to kind of frame where you, you want your mind to be. And then you just started doing it, right? You just started putting things in place 
Um, and so you traded off a lot of things. You, when you were in college, you know, you, mm-hmm. you kind of had to trade off those friends for, I gotta, I want to work and I gotta, <laughs> I gotta figure out baseball. And, and so those are big decisions because when you come from, you know, a harder life or as, as not of a, you know, given everything with a golden spoon, if you will. And you have to really think about what do I want to work for? What's important for me? And that's really how a lot of people become successful because you're so driven to say, I want to be able to provide these things that I feel like I can do in the world, you know? And, um, and so I really applaud you listening just to your story and, and I, I kind of compare you to so many people that have gone through this at all different stages of their life could be 20, could be 30, could be 40, 50 Mm -hmm. or 60. Maybe they're still stuck. Right. And so they haven't found, they haven't found what's inspiring them and they're still working at, at the same job. And like you said, find media because media can connect you to people, to events, to job opportunities, <laughs> like it's out there, you oh, know, yeah. and, and you're talking yeah. about these six companies. So tell us, can you share with us like the six companies that you're overseeing and, and kind of how all that works for people that, you know, might have this interest to connect to you? Yeah. Um, so the first one, Grand Apps was, I mean, it was started based off necessity. So we started with mobile apps, Grand Apps, I mean, you know, Apps, apps, um, Grand Apps in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and we made mobile apps for small to medium-sized businesses. Mm-hmm. What happened was we started getting more and more clients. These clients were like, "Hey, the app's great, love it. We need a website." And we're like, "Oh, well, I mean, we can do a website, no problem." So we started doing websites. Then we were still pretty much broke, and we bootstrapped everything. <laughs> So Facebook business pages comes out, mm-hmm. and our client was like, hey, I need help with Facebook. And it was like five years ago, by the way. And we're like, yeah, we can do that. So we started doing Facebook business pages. Um, so that was my first grand apps, right? We did we did apps, websites, social media marketing. You'd never think that was a name. Um, but pretty much we just networked. We, we did a lot of outbound sales, cold calling, you know, networking. Met with a lot of people, um, got a lot of clients, and then... We built that up. Um, the like now, yet yes, I do have six now, but um, it took five to six years to get to that point, right? Mm-hmm. Like my first ever investment was 2015. I started Grand Apps 2011. It took me four and a half years to ever even invest in another company, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, so I, I think a lot of people see it and they look at it for. Well, oh, you're doing this and that. Oh my gosh, I want to do that. You have to be focused for a certain period of time to build something, and then really understand if you truly do want to build it. And if you want to build it, margins are going to be cut because you're going to have to hire people, mm-hmm. right? So you have to really, really understand where you're at financially. You have to understand where you're at uh, mentally, and if you do want to build a company. And you know, pe- people look at what I'm doing. And they want to be that at once. And it's like, no, 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 don't do that. This has taken years to do this. And and it's all happened um, like year by year, right? And some of the opportunities just fell in my lap. But that was literally because I've been out there just meeting people, um, you know, talking to people, doing podcasts, doing, you know, radio, reaching out to people. They reach out to me. Like, 
So um, I'm very heavily involved in the soft, like mobile apps, software, websites. Um, we could do that. We could do marketing, social media, banner, display, SEO. Um, you know, we could do video, photography, and then I, I'm pretty I'm trying to get into real estate. Um, I, have, I have nine units. I have two buildings right now. Um, I consider myself super small right now compared to people that I know. And I'm really trying to push into real estate too. So I'm in like software marketing, real estate. Um, you know, I don't even name the companies, but like those are those are the sectors you know that I'm in, right? So is it because you have passion for what you were doing, and you decided this grand apps was fun, and and you weren't afraid to keep trying things, right? You weren't afraid to keep, yeah. Hey, I'll do the website. We'll do this. We'll figure this out, and you'll be curious about it. And now, because yep. it has led you into networking and you were open to that, right? It wasn't like, hey, this is what the framework's going to look like if I develop this company, Grand Apps. You just right, said, right. I'm going to keep growing with it, right? Because, hey, if I yep. don't, then I'm not going to meet the right people to get me connected to what may inspire me next. Like you said, here you go into you know real estate. And I mean, Chris, you're 29. There could be so many things that are ahead, and you go, "Hey, when I was 29, <laughs> think about what I was doing then, right? And now I'm 50, right. 53 or 57 or 67, like your dad. And like, who knows what um, with intention and, and having this passion and this energy to connect to people, and the world is changing to help with what you're doing, inspire people, you know, to keep getting connected, to keep following their passion. Uh, to building things, it's amazing. It, I just, I love, love, love that you're on my journey because I need your help with some stuff too. <laughs> but but yeah, we, we'll, make it, we'll make it happen. We'll, we'll make, make it happen. happen. But it's so cool to just think about you know where you are, and as you talk about people, you know that are working with you, that that you are their mentor, right? And that's that's a responsibility. Um, because now you've been there and you can teach them because the next step is, is really, you know, the expansion and the contribution. So do you look at your life and say, you know, at some point, the significance that I want to create in the world is this, do you have that even thought about yet? No, I haven't thought about that yet. Um, but I have thought about, I mean, the reason I do social media, like I, I genuinely love helping people mm -hmm. because I am passionate. I am passionate. I post things, um, you know, and people get fired up. They're looking at me like, whoa, I'm super excited. I'm That's like, awesome. why? Like I'm just posting what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, mm -hmm. but, but I do that. And like, like I talked to you, like, I don't want to be a life coach. Not yet. I'm not ready for that. Um, I just want to keep doing what I'm doing, sharing and inspiring people. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, if my impact is, you know, hopefully bigger than what I have right now, that's great. Um, I, you know, I just want to make sure my clients, my employees, my family, my friends, like the, the people around me are taken care of. Um, I mean, that's what matters the most to me, right? And, and with you, with any, like anybody, right? Like you're going to take care of like your immediates and, you know, and then help everybody else. And um, it's like a progression. When I was starting my company, I was flat broke and I was super worried about money. Once I started making more and more money, and I didn't really care about money to an extent, you know, like we always care about money, but once you start making it, you go, well, wait a minute. How can I think on a different level? Mm -hmm. What else can I do? Mm -hmm. How, right? So it's, it's just like a basic need level of like, what are your needs? Helping people, 
making money, eating, living. You know, so I haven't thought about that too deeply yet. Um, I love helping people. Like I told you, I'm not a coach. Like I'm not. <laughs> I've tried it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not ready for it. Maybe someday. Um, but you know, I would love to get to that point. And um, you know, I'm just. It's just day by day for me right now. But you're following that path, and so what's, you know, what's so great about learning more about you and your personality and your passion is there will come a time when it will begin to click. And what I've learned from my mentors is, you know, you begin to realize that you have this success level and that there is something greater through you, right? That you can, that you're inspiring and you're just doing it naturally and, and, and following Napoleon Hill (laughs) and all of these great writers and and inspirational people, um, you will, you begin to reflect and say, gosh, if I can do this, I can bring more people with me. You know, I can influence them on social media. I can help them become all that they want to be. And who knows where that, that journey is going to take you because, uh, that's, that's kind of what it's about. Like you said at the beginning, life is short and you got to stay connected to the people and the passions, um, so that you can be fulfilled, you know, and have fun. That's, that's what this is about. Yeah. Right. I mean, so like life is a crazy game. No one's going to win it. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, like, don't take it too serious. <laughs> like, like, don't be too serious. Like the people you love, love them. Like the moment you're in, love it. Um, I mean, that, I mean that's that's all you got. <laughs> like, so enjoy it. Enjoy it. That's right. So, what do you? What's next? What's next for Chris besides real estate? Next, um, so we have a few different deals, um, like locally with you know software companies and investments. Um, you know, for me, I'm kind. I, I went pretty big um, within the past twelve months. I am focusing on these next companies, right? Like everything I'm doing, it's laser focus. Um, I don't want to expand too much. I have before I got burned. Um, I want to keep doing some real estate deals. I want, I really want to keep growing our companies. Um, you know, and, and that's my main focus kind of retract, um, focus, save, build. And like, I'm back in that zone. Mm-hmm. So like, that's my next 24 months. So whoever hears this now until 24 months, like, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> we'll check back with you in 24 months. <laughs> that's that's what I'm doing. Like next 24 months, like that's it. That's cool. Um, just just really, really, really focus. Like laser focus. So so what does that look like? And I I don't want to miss this opportunity because so many people, you know, even though you have passion, it and you say, oh, I'm just driven to do this. I, I really teach this law of consistency, right? If you don't do certain things consistently you doesn't matter if you're afraid of failure and you're like oh i'm curious i'm going to do this if you're not consistent then it still doesn't work so help me understand and and just what do you do every day and what are your thoughts every day or what do you do you have a journal do you um i know you just hired an assistant but what does that free you up for and how do you just kind of approach your life from like monday through friday or yeah yeah, I mean, like my my main my main 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 consistent. I said it a million times to <laughs> emphasize it is health. Yeah, like like health one million percent. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to the gym. I try at least every single day. 
I love it. I go to the gym, um, I work out, and I don't take phone calls. I don't answer emails. I don't check social. I do nothing besides just zone out. I focus. I almost meditate. I almost kind of meditate slash workout. Mm-hmm. Um, that is my go-to staple all the time. Every other single day, it's all random. You know, like there's, there's. I mean, there's no set schedule of like, here's my set. Here's, I eat as healthy as I can, and I go to the gym at least six times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, that's massively important for me. And you know, you have to take care of your body. You only have one, right? Like, you want a Ferrari. You better treat like Ferrari. You better put some nice gas in it. You better drive like. So, I mean, that's that's really my main consistent day to day of what I can give you. Other than that, it's just like oh, it's crazy, right? Like, no, yeah, that's really important <laughs> because because people say you know if there's one thing, right? If the thing that you do the most consistently, when other things come at you when there's turmoil, when there are, you know, situations that you have oh. to start falling back on, that if you have that piece of that consistent effort and that motivation, then you know, like you said, at the very beginning you said this, hey, I know that if things fall, I can go back to this blueprint, right? And part of this blueprint is, you know, you have your health, you know that you're focusing on that. So the mindset is going to come from having that consistent measuring um, my mind's healthy my body's healthy I'm, I'm going to get back to where I need to be um, because not everything's always rosy right there are going to be things that are going to happen and, and you're going to fall back yeah. and you're going to be like okay but if I don't if I continue to do this at least I work out I eat right I think about you know my mindset then everything else will kind of fall back into place for you faster instead of you know oh my god things happen and I can't recover Right. And so no, that, no, no, that's part I will, of that. No, that's will, part of that lesson. Yeah. I will never dwell. I like, I don't see when shit hits the fan. I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Cause I'm like, okay, this is gonna be a great gym workout. Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. Perfect. You love the challenge um, in it. Yeah. And, and so people yeah. that are, oh, yeah. and that's, that's kind of this message to people that listen to this is if they're stuck, if they're going through like, Oh, you know, something really bad happened. Um, they transitioned, you know, there were, you know, in the recession, right. There were a lot of layoffs and no jobs. And so people were like, what am I going to do? But if they, fall back on this consistency and this passion, things will work out. Things will work out. Um, and so you have to be hopeful, right? And you got to just keep going. I mean, if somebody from Detroit, Michigan, with no college degree from their parents, can make it in a recession, I mean, there's hope, right? It's, it's, mind, it's just mindset. It's all mindset. <laughs> Well, I I know I absolutely love that you have been on this program. Um, do you and I and we're we're kind of you know we, we have done a lot of training here. What what can you yeah. tell us? Um, and we we talked a little bit about this, but not specifically. Um, if you t- think about pain, because a lot of great things have happened to you, and mm-hmm. maybe, and it's it motivated you to keep going. But have you had anything? Um, that you could tell our listeners about, uh, you know, good management of these bad experiences, something painful that you've learned through all of this, through this growth, um, that other people could kind of relate to? Oh, 100%. Did we we talk about this last time or no? No. Like, we we had a a pre-phone call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. So Yeah, talk about it to our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, so, so to wrap up about pain... 
Um, so when I was 21 or two, I forget, I'm getting old, right? You know, I'm the, I'm the old guy. Like I said, if you listen to this whole thing, I'm the old guy, right? My other company, uh, Render Films. And I was 21 or 22, and I had an infection on my neck. Mm-hmm. And I had no clue, no clue what was going on. And I thought it was like a zit. I'm like, what's going on? It got bigger and bigger. You Google it, and you're like, cancer. So you kind of freak out. <laughs> WebMD, they say cancer right away. And you're like, okay, well, I mean, okay. Like, interesting. Um, <laughs> Google knows right? everything, I mean, right? <laughs> you, you, kind of, you kind of believe it. You kind of don't. You're like, uh, do I believe it? Uh-huh. And then I went to um, EMTs. Ear, 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 nose, and throat doctor. Mm-hmm. I went to general practitioners. I went to Carmano's Cancer Center in Detroit. Nobody knew what was going on. So I was like, okay, nobody knows what's going on. I'm a little more freaked out now. Um, what's what's going to happen? So I, I went back to my place in contemplated death Meaning, not from a suicide standpoint, which is crazy we talk about this now because of what just happened mm-hmm. um, today. And it wasn't that. It was it was more or less just me thinking about death and it's going to happen and it's inevitable. Um, and I kind of accepted it, but I still went on the journey of... And by the, by the way, by the way, this was when I was... I just graduated three months ago and I was starting my company, mm-hmm. Right. So this all was happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. All that stress and coming in, thinking like, well, what's next, right? Super stressful. And like, yeah, what's next? So I literally stayed up for two days straight, didn't sleep, contemplated death, and talked to myself. And was like, Chris, you're not going to be here. Like, like you're not going to be living at 23 years old. You're going to be dead. Like, you're going to be dead. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. And it's, you know, it, it is what it is. Um so I went to all these doctors, and I was like, last boost of hope. Like, please tell me it's wrong. Let's, let's make it happen. Nobody knew. So I kind of gave up hope, and I talked to my partner, who is a chiropractor, who, who was a chiropractor. Um, he sold his business, but he was a chiropractor, and he was like, Chris, you need to fix your life. Like, get healthier. Um, because at that time, I kind of stopped working out. I had a very unhealthy lifestyle, and that's where, like you said, we talked about it, the gym, the health, right? That's my main, like, I have to do it. Mm -hmm. So that happened, and that was super painful, right? Like, just think about that. Um, Long story short, I never got surgery. Um, Nobody knew what was going on. I went on a 28-day vegetable juice fast. And everything kind of just went away. Wow. And I, I studied nutrition. I studied everything. Uh, like, well, I mean, not everything, but I studied nutrition. Um, what do you eat? Like, how does it affect your body? Looking at peer-reviewed scientific journal, like journals. And I was kind of hooked. Um, and I changed my diet, my lifestyle. And that was super powerful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I have been very health-oriented and focused was because of that situation. And there's a lot of people kind of going through that. And, and I'm not a doctor, right? I'm not saying, do this, and like, you'll be healed. Like, no, don't, no. Like, don't listen to that. But 
I didn't want to get surgery. I didn't want to do it. I was like, I'm just going to do it myself. I was like, if I die, I die. I'm going to try. Um, again, competitive. That's my spirit. I was betting against myself, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to get it. It's not, I'm done. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, but, it, but it worked out. You know, knock on wood, it worked out. And um, that, that's just how I've been. And that's why I think health is super important. Um, but that was a huge thing to happen to me at 22 years old. I think this is going to happen to every single person in their life, right? They're going to lose a loved one. They're going to go through some big health crisis. And I'm happy that I kind of got punched in the face when I was 22 mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, 79, mm-hmm. 53, you know, 35. Mm-hmm. Um because it taught me a lot, mm-hmm. and that's that's that, that's kind of a huge point to you know to kind of bring that back. Yeah, well, I I really appreciate you sharing that because that's that's personal, you know. And so uh, some people they still they feel this stuckness, and so I hope that they really listen to this program and can feel this energy and this inspiration from you because man, it, it is about mindset, and you can do any thing you set your mind to and you can be healthy you can be connected to the world and you know find that path that is really what your inspiration is whatever that is if you're not a media person if you're not a social person you know find what works for you is the thing is it's around you (laughs) it's being aware of what's important to you to kind of to bring you through your life so that, that you can learn and, and be curious and be inspired um, to to go out and, and help others and enjoy it, right? So Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely I'm so happy that we connected. Um, and and so <laughs> twenty nine for twenty nine. Twenty nine <laughs> for twenty nine, exactly. So Grand Apps, I'm gonna link Grand Apps to the show. Um That'll that, be perfect. That's yeah. It'd be yep. perfect. Grand okay. Apps is great. Perfect. And so people can download that grand apps. Is that something they can buy or is that a free app? And then you um, have all the website stuff available next or how does that work? No. So grand apps is a website um, and, and that's our company name. So we actually make apps for everybody else. So we don't actually have an app. We're the app builders. (laughs) Got it. Well, that's why that's what, how I saw it, but I'm like, I want to clarify that for uh, anybody that's listening. So no, but, but that's, we should, we should chop that. We should chop that for the first part of the episode. Um, no, but I mean, you know, grand apps, um, Chris ache, you know, you can look me up on Instagram, Facebook. Um, it's, I mean, our name is pretty unique. So, I mean, having Chris Aiken, it makes three people, maybe, <laughs> right? I know. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. But I'm going to promote this yeah. like crazy because I think what you're doing is really powerful. Uh, why you're doing it is going to inspire everybody. You know, Simon Sinek would totally be on board with what your passion is. And uh, and maybe you should connect to him to go and, and learn his coaching because he's a big Napoleon Hill guy, too. <laughs> so, um but man, Chris, awesome. I love it. thank you very much for being on the, the everyday leaders program. And, uh, now you'll be a part of my journal and hopefully you can come down to Indy on March 2nd to be a part of the leadership conference and connect to my millennial crowd. That'll be inspired by you. Uh, and so that would be really, really fun to have you on this journey, um, as well. So I love you. Yeah. Yeah. So have a great week. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on the 50 and 50. Awesome. Glad to be here, and I'll see you guys at the conference. All right. Have a great weekend. (laughs) All right.
see you. Bye. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 Leadership Summit is coming to Indianapolis, Saturday, March 2nd, 2019. Join me along with the 50 and 50 guest from Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. This exclusive event will take place at the beautiful New Fields Indianapolis Museum of Art on Saturday, March 2nd, 2019. You won't want to miss this one-of-a-kind leadership workshop where you will personally engage with these 50 leaders and learn how to apply their strategies to live your life with success. Don't miss this opportunity. You can be a part of this exclusive inaugural leadership summit here in Indianapolis, March 2nd, 2019. Remember, there's limited space available, so reserve your spot now. If you know of anyone that would be interested in sponsoring this exclusive event, please have them contact me directly at make at makeconnectionsforlife.com. Thank you for following the podcast of Everyday Leaders 50 and 50.